0: Talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and excited to spend a Sunday morning with you here on ninety four point one on your radio dial. As I say, this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and God's glorious kingdom and all the wonderful things that He is about. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another, and that seems to have worked for. 1,149 shows today that I'm excited to have in the studio. Actually, we got a whole crowd of folks in here (laughs) today. They are from the Florida Campers on Mission. And uh, they are now, well, and we'll be recording this show there at the uh, Leon County Fair doing some work. And I have the president of the Florida chapter here. This is Eileen Ansley, and also along with us is Gary Stewart and his wife, Vicki. How are y'all doing this morning or all right, this good afternoon? All, thank, thank, you. thank you. Good. All right. Now, Miss uh, Eileen, tell me about Florida Campers with a Mission. Come on up now to the microphone. Okay.
2: Well, uh, Florida Campers on Mission started in 1972. It was a ministry uh, that came out of the um, uh, Southern Baptist Convention, but we are totally uh non-denominational now does not matter what denomination you are from as long as you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you are a follower of his uh you are welcome to be a part of campus on mission we have uh chapters in probably about 25 states and uh so wherever we go our our motto is as we are going as, going. as we are going in our campers, in our camping, whether it's in Florida or elsewhere, we're sharing the gospel. Now,
0: it's also a national organization as well.
2: Yes, yes.
0: So you're akin to them or a part of them?
2: Yes. uh, It's it's not a uh, strict uh, thing where it's it's not a top-down type uh, organization. Um, We have a national coordinator who just kind of helps us out with, you know, Uh, communication between the different chapters but um, we can join more than one chapter or we can just be florida campers on mission working in north carolina
0: okay now i'm a naturally curious person so i want to know how did this the national ministry how did it start who started it do you know
2: I don't really know. I know it came out of the the Southern Baptist Convention in 1972. Uh, Obviously, there were people who were camping who decided that they wanted to do more than just camp.
0: Well, see, this is one of the things about it. As I say, this is a show about dreams and Mm -hmm. visions and the church triumphant. And the thing is, is it? there's something going on. Somebody had a vision somewhere along the line. Absolutely. And I'm always excited to know about that person. Right. Because I want to know, you know, what did God say to them and and what did they do to make it happen? But – what I really find to be neat is the fact that this person, whoever it was, there might have been more than one. They had this dream. They lost it. And here it is all these years later. Here's Eileen sitting here. She doesn't even know who that person is. But God knows. Exactly.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. I love that. All right, Mr. Gary, come on up to the microphone there. Uh, uh, Gary was my first contact with uh, Florida Campers on Mission. I, I sent an uh, email to their national headquarters for a totally different Reason, and we won't even get into that right now. And then, and it just so happened, just to show you how God works here. And this has been on my mind to do probably for maybe uh, nine, no, six, seven months, because I met a guy who told me about it. Okay. But I'm a procrastinator. (laughs) I got a lot of irons in the fire, don't always get around to things. But I, I chose that particular week. Gary calls me and, uh, he says, Well, where are you? And I told him where I was. And I said, Well, do you know where that's at? He said, Well, I'm here <laughs> in Tallahassee. He just happened to be in Tallahassee. Now, tell me that's not a God thing. It and so, is. It is. So, so we, we, we met, Gary, on the phone. And yes, uh, and then the other day, we actually got a chance to meet. Okay. Right. And you're the one who was kind of explained to me what campers on mission does not just you know eileen's already told us it's a a movement of florida is uh, you're involved in it but right now tell us what you're doing as as we are recording this now
1: well we're at the north florida fair and uh we do a trade-off with the fair leadership we uh, volunteer at the gates uh, collecting tickets uh, some soft security in exchange for a spot on the runway the main runway and we have a What we call Fun Wagon uh, because it's uh, face painting, bracelets, and uh, balloon animals. Draws in the kids. As the kids there, we have different uh, question boards, um, which we just present uh, the gospel through that question board.
0: Okay. And then what happens? Well,
1: some beautiful things happen. You see all these people walking past you. We cannot go out on the sidewalk. We can't go, go out on the street. We have to stay in our area. And all oh, once the Holy Spirit brings these people in, and they have no idea that they're going to hear about Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. I mean, they show up at the fair to have a lot of fun, and when they leave there, they got something different. Mm-hmm. They got Jesus Christ.
0: So you say you can't talk to them out there. In other words, that's that's fair rules. Yes, sir. In other words, that's that's part of the deal that Eileen, right. that that's you right. all have with, yes. with with the fair. Yes, you, you you have that understanding. Yes, that that we're not here to disrupt in any way. We're here to help, and and really it's a it's a ministry of service. Which see, I did not understand that Gary when I first talked to you uh, because I didn't really understand what you were all about. I thought well you just had a booth, and then I, uh, he invited me to come out, and so I went out and and met everybody. <laughs> And that was a fun time. Uh, of course, it was an opportunity for me to be around people my own age, <laughs> which is, that was kind of fun. And and, uh, and just uh, as we were just sitting there underneath this awning by the campers there, and, uh, and people would come by, and Gary would say, hey, I want, want you to meet Pastor King. And so I got to meet all these people. That's how I met Eileen. Right, right. And... and uh, just be, it, it began to unfold to me mm-hmm. exactly what it is that you are were there to do. It was a whole lot more than what I had thought, but now I saw a lot of campers out there. Are all those campers that I saw with you all?
2: Oh no. Okay, uh, the ones that were uh, we have. I don't know how many we have with us, but um, the ones in the middle line that were all there lined up, those are ours. But on the far side, uh, you will see a lot of campers that belong to, like, the vendors for the fair and their workers.
0: Okay. But now, would you all start, like, when you got here, I guess, at the beginning of the fair? Yes. Okay. That wasn't all that was going to be here coming and going. You've got people coming and going during exactly. the whole time. Okay. Exactly. Now, how does that happen? Are you all connected through maybe a computer where you go to computer if you're a part of the, the Campers on Mission, and you say, well, I'd like to be involved in something. Am, am I close here?
2: We do have a website, and uh, it's flcampersonmission.org, and you can go to that and uh, find out what we're about and that kind of stuff. But truthfully, as far as the fair is concerned, um, it's a lot of it word of mouth between members um, uh, of Florida Campers on Mission. Plus, we invite people from other uh, other states to come and help us, and and that kind okay. of thing. So, a lot of it is just um, the communication within the organization itself, and that's something that we're working on right now is to make that communication a lot better.
0: Okay, because I know that uh, the stewards over here, uh, uh, Gary and Vicky. They, you live in that motorhome year year round. Oh, that's
1: true. Yeah, we moved in two thousand seventeen. Sold our house and all (laughs) all the stuff. Yeah, they were telling me about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Literally, uh, you had to hire uh, or, or not hire rent these big containers to. Put the stuff in, right?
1: <laughs> Well, some of it was dumped. Uh, people didn't want our stuff. <laughs> we sold as much as we could, gave away as much as we could, and the rest of it went in a 20-foot dumpster and hauled it off.
0: So, so you, you don't have, quote, a home somewhere. The, the motorhome is your home. No, sir. So, so are you all involved in campers and mission, I mean, almost, almost every day?
1: Uh, you could probably say that okay. uh, through uh, phone conversations. Or just interactions with people. Okay. They see our sign that's on our RV and on our car and ask questions.
0: Right. Well, what I mean is, like, when you leave here, you have a place you're going next with Campers for Mission.
1: Well, sometimes we pull up to a stop sign and say, is it left or right? And, <laughs> you know, we've got that attitude. Somebody <laughs> right? asked us just last night where we're going. I said... I'm not sure after okay. here, but we will. We have several places to go, and we have another venue in the middle of the state for Christmas that we're going to end up at.
0: Okay. So you know that somewhere or another you're going to be involved in campers on Mission. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. you don't know that necessarily were, but that's kind of your commitment. Yes, sir. Now, Vicki, I want you to come to the microphone here. Okay. Because I was asking her. I have a uh, some friends of mine, and they they for years, now they've retired now, but they had a ministry uh, basically where they would go into the projects and they would set up they had a they'd take a suburban in there and they had this little they throw a tarp on the on the the pavement there and he had this big board where he would draw pictures and stuff like that and they present the gospel and uh, I'd always thought these people had become friends of mine they would come through the church from time to time traveling through and I always thought that they had retired and gone into this ministry and I found out, no, no, God called them to do it. But the wife, that her, her name is Ramona, mm-hmm. she shared her testimony one time about when God called her husband to go do this, and she had to give up her home. And I want you to talk about that, just your experience. And go ahead and pull the microphone around there. Tell me how that was for you.
3: Well, um, we had been talking about it for several years, trying to gear up. And I have been watching, uh, on TV, uh, downsizing <laughs> programs okay. that try and figure out how to live in a smaller space. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So, um, so, yes, yeah, so we had to wrap our heads around, um, you know, going for having a home where all, all our family came sure, on holidays sure. and the grandkids right. stay with us every weekend. And they were so mad at us when we sold that <laughs> house. But you know, they got over it. And, yes, we did have to get rid of a lot of stuff, yeah. which, you know, it was really meaningless stuff, just extra stuff mm-hmm. to take care of. And it's very freeing to do that.
0: Yeah, I know. We, My wife and I moved 17 years ago. We sold, sold a house and, and bought the property we're living on now. We, we have a guest house there, and one of the rooms is stuff that's in boxes from 17 years ago. <laughs> and I keep asking her, I say, honey, do we need that stuff? And she's pretty sure we do, so it stays right there. <laughs> so I know kind of what you're talking about there. But was it hard for you to give up your home?
3: Yes, but the home, I don't think, was the hardest part. Uh-huh. The hardest part was we were members of a local church. We were plugged in very much so, though, there, and we taught Sunday school. I was in the choir, sang solos. You know, we we were very tight with those people in that church. Mm-hmm. And uh, accepting campers on mission, the mission itself, meant I had to give up that, mm-hmm. which was much more important to me than all the um, – you know, uh, stuff, stuff that yeah. was in my yeah. home. But we're in 342 square feet now. We don't have a storage unit anymore. <laughs> in
0: other words, you don't have a net.
3: <laughs> that's, <laughs> right? that's right. We don't have any debt. We're just living. Yeah, yeah. And we got everything we need. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing how freeing that is when you just get down to what you need.
0: Well, I know this, the of Ramona I was talking about, she said that the night they were to, to leave – she said she laid there in bed all night long and cried all night long. But she said when she woke up the next morning, God had totally delivered her. Mm-hmm. And, and she was just like you were talking about. She said, this is our home now. Mm-hmm. And they, they would travel and they, they always had an Airstream and they, they pulled it so they could use the suburban to go do their ministry with. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a God thing. It was a God thing that, that delivered her from all of that. And that's what ministry is all about. Now, Ali, what about you? Was it hard for you to move, lose your? Home? Now, you still have a little place, and you told me the other night.
2: Well, um, we actually we sold our house in twenty twenty, okay. and uh, that was in Southwest Florida, and we. For a while, we had not lived in the house in years. We had lived in the RV. We would go home, pull the RV up behind the house, open the back door, and use the laundry room, and maybe use the kitchen if we had company. So we really didn't use
3: it. (laughs)
0: And you still stayed in the motorhome. (laughs)
2: We stayed in the motorhome because we only were home a month or two out of the year, and it wasn't worth the trouble to move all the stuff back into the house and then move it back out of the house. So we just stayed in the house. So, you know, it took us a while but we kindly finally got a little bit smart and we said you know we're not using this house it's costing us money to keep taxes and insurance and why do we have it yeah and so uh, we sold it in 2020 uh we do have a little lot um that we, we purchased in titusville uh first place we do a lot of our work out of state i do not want to lose florida residency i've Born and okay. raised in Florida, and so we, mm-hmm. Florida's our home, so we bought a little uh, RV lot. And, is
0: that a possibility? I, had I hadn't even thought about that. Is that a possibility that because you don't, quote, have well, a place? I, you
2: can, I, no, I don't think so. I th- no. As long as you have an address you can use and stuff, I think yeah. it's okay. I, I don't really know what the rules yeah. are. I just knew that I didn't want it to happen. Yeah,
0: because losing a Florida residents, especially with no income tax, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't want to lose that, exactly. that's yeah. for sure. But now, the other thing I'm uh, curious about is the, the, the two coming together of the same mind, I mean, you and Glenn mm-hmm. and, and uh, Gary and Vicky. I mean, how did that happen that the, all of you came? I mean, you and your husband and you and, and your wife. How did you come to that place to where you both felt and were ready to do the same thing?
2: I don't know. It wasn't hard. God just uh – Put the same thing in our hearts, and uh, it was it was very easy. It wasn't like one of us had to convince the other okay. or anything. It just. But now, uh,
0: when you all first started in the RV world or traveling, yes. were you with Campers with a Mission in the, in the beginning?
2: We had purchased an RV before then, and uh, Glenn was retired and I was not, and so he sat at home trying to figure out what to do, and he said, You know, I don't want to. Um, just be retired and have no purpose in life. So he would looked around and he found Campers on Mission. I see. So as soon as I was retired, um, we uh, as soon as we were able to, we got involved and have never looked back. <laughs>
0: so here he is. He goes. He finds this place called Campers on Mission. He didn't know that his wife is going to end up being the president. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Who <laughs> no, would have thought?
0: Isn't that amazing. So what about you two? How, how did how did you come together as, as one to make this decision?
1: Well, I think that. uh Looking at it now, it's easy. But as I thought there just for a few seconds, when we first had this concept, it was hard. And the first thing that my mind went to was my workshop because mm-hmm. I couldn't take my workshop and couldn't ah, take my tools, and I okay. couldn't take all this. And so I'm going, I got a pickup and I've got a, a old pickup and you know, I've worked on and I've got this boat and I've got this and I've got this. <laughs> just kept going on. Right. But we, I think God just a little bit at a time changed us into what He wants us to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, we feel like we're in God's will right now.
0: Now, when you all first started RVing, was that the reason to be a part of Campers for Mission?
1: No, we want, We just retired. We wanted to have fun for a while. We wanted to okay. see the United States. It's a beautiful place, and it's a great way to travel through the United
0: States. Yeah, okay. So how did Campers on Mission become a part of your world?
1: There was the old guy at our church, and I'm an old guy now, but <laughs> I was a lot younger than him. He said, He'd just say the simple things that old guys say, you know. Campers on Mission is a great organization. I think you'd fit in there. Uh-huh. Wouldn't say anything else to me, and I'd think, oh man, I don't want to get with these old people. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> so he playing mind games with you. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was. He's just—he was a wise old guy, and uh, it stuck. And then we kind of, God kind of pushed us a little bit, uh, and. Uh, we went to one of their uh, Christmas parties, and we had already joined them, but we wasn't doing anything. And one of the Christmas parties, one of the older guys come up and said, y'all stop by this certain spot in Florida, and we stopped there. And it's a uh, go-to place for us. Now, anytime we're in the state, they'll, they'll let us just pull in there and rest for a while or volunteer for a while. We can stay as long as we, uh, we want.
0: Mm. Now... Um Talking about you being the president. Okay. Yes. And you're you're the president. Now, this is Eileen I'm talking to here now. Yes. Um, you're the president of the Florida Chapter. That's correct. Okay. And how many uh, people are involved in the Florida Chapter?
2: Well, we have a, like any organization, a big variance between members and active members. Okay. But I, I can just kind of give you an idea of like in um, 2022, at the end of the year, we had uh 485 members. Okay. Now a lot of these people as because of the fact a lot of people don't start until they retire, a lot of these people are beyond the years that they are able to actively serve. Okay. So they stay home, they pray for us, but they're not counted as active members. Okay. We had uh that year we had 96 uh, different people involved in projects. That's about 20%, which I am told for any volunteer organization is not bad. And I'm thinking, honestly, if it weren't for the age issue, uh, we'd probably have we probably have 40% of the people who are able to do stuff right, right. working on it. So it's, yeah, about...
0: Because uh, when you start, generally, because most people are waiting until they retire... You're already kind of pushing the clock. Exactly. (laughs) So it doesn't take long to get to that place where you're talking about there. uh, Okay, so active members – and you talk about projects and you use yes. the word projects. What are some of the other projects besides going to the fair?
2: Okay. Well, we do, we do numerous fairs. There are like five fairs in the state of, no, four fairs in the state of Florida that okay. we do throughout the year. Um, there are conference centers that we help out the, uh, children's camps. Okay. Youth wait camps. a minute. Let's
0: back up. Yes, conference sir? centers. What's yep.
2: that? A conference center is like, um, where,
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah! Like we have men's conferences,
2: women's conferences, those kinds of things, and we will go in, and it depends on where we are. We may clean uh-huh. we may paint we may serve dinner okay. we may make beds those kinds of things and now these
0: conferences are generally religious conferences yes okay yes well like maybe uh baptist convention or something there, about, there are a lot
2: of there are a lot of people who serve and not just florida campers on mission but who serve at lake yale conference center which is the florida baptist convention okay. uh what is the one that uh, you guys do um, Lake Swan
3: Camp in Lake- Melrose <laughs> Lake, Lake Swan Camp uh, and conference center in Melrose Florida okay. that's one of them but there's they're all over the state different ones we're adding all the time okay. and uh, just just to touch on you asked about the volunteers right. uh, our 2022 statistics were that we had served twenty four thousand six hundred and nine hours. With with a uh, campers on mission, the group, and wow, okay. if you add that up at fifteen bucks an hour, Ooh. that's about three hundred and sixty nine thousand one hundred and thirty five dollars. <laughs> oh, wow. That saves, uh, in general, the these ministries yeah. that we go and serve at, and you know the fair is just one of those.
0: Yeah, yeah we find that Vicky is the detail person here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there I've, you go. <laughs> I've discovered that about her
3: <laughs> already.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's well, exciting though. You know, yeah. and
3: home is where we park it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> I like that. But that's exciting, though, just to think about that, though. Now, okay, here we are, we're on the radio. And unfortunately, this show won't air until this fair is over that you're right. at now. But we may be introducing, just like you all were introduced to Campers on Mission somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. Greg found it, some, our, our, our uh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn found it. Greg, is the guy at the church, told me about it. So now you all get the opportunity to tell this radio audience about this, and they are more than likely going to be some people listening. Hey, that sounds like – so is there contact information?
2: Um, The best contact information is to go to the website. And once again, that is flcampersonmission.org. That is the Florida website. And uh, in that – uh, there's a big old button that says "Join Us." Right, I mean, and an also application where they can join
0: that motto yes. that you have. As well, we are going, you, you look for that. If you're going to do this, look for that. Because I'm one of the. I went to a website, mm-hmm. and when you go there, you're going to see all kinds of things that's going to sound familiar right. to your organization. Right, and you could go to the. In you know, other words, not knowing where you're going and what to look for, you may end up. In a different organization than right. you all. But look for that logo. Yes. Because what happened when I was, uh, I went to the uh, this friend of mine that told me about this. And he said, uh, actually, when I first met him, or actually when I saw him again, I've known the guy for a long time, but I saw him in a, a place. And uh, he told me about you all. And so, of course, I forgot. <laughs> so I had to email him or actually text him and say, hey, what is this? And he's a real busy guy, and he didn't get back to me for almost a month. And then he sent it to me, and then I went and looked it up. And then I said, well, there's a whole bunch of them here. Which one is it? So I texted him back, and he said, look for that motto. Right. What is it?
2: Yeah. As we are going.
0: As we are going. So if you're going to do this, if you're going to go to the computer, mm-hmm. and you see all those different possibilities, look for that logo. Mm-hmm. As we are going, but that'll be them, right? And so, that's very important that, that they get to the right place here.
2: And, and there is also a national website which will point them to Florida, but also to other chapters. So, if they want that, that's just simply campersonmission.org. org. Yeah.
0: I think good. I probably ended up going to the national one uh-huh. because I also got uh, correspondence from your national president. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yes. And uh, then you did go to the uh, through yeah, the then national. Yeah. They one. evidently referred me to Greg. Uh, not Gary. <laughs> Gary. I'm sorry. to Gary, and then Gary contacted me, which he just happened to be in Tallahassee, which I'm just still blown away <laughs> by all of that. But I, but you see how how God works here, and he, and I believe that God does use radio It's a it's a conduit of information, and so we're trying to pass that on to anybody that may be involved or want to be involved with you all. Uh-huh. And so something else you told me and when I was sitting with you over there yesterday. You don't have to have a motorhome.
2: No. Um, there are certain projects that we can do that um, they have, especially the conference centers. Uh, they may have a little hotel room or something like that where you are able to um, stay as you serve. The other option is serving in your local area. We have Campers on Mission members uh, who are working the fair with us this year, who live in Tallahassee, and they just drive in every day. We have other members who have uh, committed to the point that they were willing to get a hotel, and they are here staying in a hotel. Okay. So you do not have to have a camper in order to be a member of Campers on Mission.
0: Okay, now let's, let's go from a, a different perspective here. You're out there listening, and you're involved in some type of ministry, and you're thinking – maybe they can help me or help us do give me some possibilities of some things that you may be well i mean you mentioned the conferences how big does that conference have to be to get somebody from campus admission mission to come and uh, I mean, if it was like maybe 30, 40 people, would that be?
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just you know, if we are able to do it and able to serve, we will. Gary is our uh, state project director, ah. so uh, he's he's one to talk to on on that right, type of thing Can to I get all the on that to microphone
0: him. there to talk to us about that.
1: Okay, uh, well, that is my heart. That kind of fits in with me. I'm I'm more of a hands-on guy. Uh, I like going to these uh, different places and seeing a need, and then. Help fill
0: that need. Right. And then you and got your wife, though, here with us because she's got to take care of all the details. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the details. We need the details. I, 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 love, that,
0: gonna... I love that combination. <laughs> Gary, Gary, it's hardest his to go serve. <laughs> and they and say, okay, now I can't remember everything, but I got this wife. <laughs> she <Yeah>. remembers everything. <laughs> she's going to take care of the details. I yeah. love that. Sometimes that's not good, but
1: we're going to talk about uh-oh, that. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, uh, I tried to focus on the little. Churches, okay. the little places. Yeah. Because we go to some places and they've got a steady income. It's not never great, but these little places that don't have any income, There's you know, it's struggling. We, yeah. we That's where I look. I, I've, uh, we've got a lot of big projects and that's good because we've got a, a lot of people. And, uh, so it, we can get our RVs in there's what I'm trying to say. But I do look towards the smaller ones. The little church starts, it's just got enough money now to get out of the old 150-year-old building and get into a new metal building or something. So oh. we try to help those.
0: Okay. And what would you be able to do for a church like that?
1: Well, generally, we don't do the shell work. We don't do the uh, foundation work. We don't do any, any of the major plumbing, and but we can do the inside work. Mm-hmm. We, it varies for us. Um, you know, just a funny thing, it, people ask me, what do I do at Campers on Mission? And how uh, I try to explain it real quick, and then if they want more information, I can go further. But I said, well, the first job I went on, they asked me if I could install a toilet. And I said, yeah, sure. And I installed the toilet, and two days later, they came back and asked me to clean it. <laughs> 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 so that. Oh, I our, love that. You know, we do everything <laughs> at, at these jobs. Yeah, and uh, that's cool. We do a lot of remodeling. Yeah. We just remodeled a, a bathroom and they were, they that was two years ago. We fit our last. 2022, We finished it up, and every time we go past there, they're still talking about that bathroom. They're just so happy that <laughs> yeah. they've got a nice bathroom to go in.
0: Now, do you all have you have skilled people in some areas. I mean, people who maybe and when they were before they retired, they remember plumbers or electricians yes, or yes. or carpenters or whatever. So, do you have a lot of those type of people? Or I know uh, Gary had mentioned to me that some of the ones that were older. We're more the skilled people. Some of those are at that stage where they're having to step out now. And So where are we at on all that?
1: Well, talking to the people out there, I, I was a pipe welder. I, I wasn't a plumber. I wasn't a carpenter. I wasn't an electrician. But I do all that stuff now because I've worked with some of these older guys, and I've learned what I can – my limits. <laughs> we need to know our limits when we go in there. But I can go in and do a lot of the work that needs done, cabinet work, any of that uh We've got guys that are master plumbers. We've got guys that are great at electric, electricians. We've got the those guys there that if they show up on the job site, we kind of go around they, the, those guys that has the knowledge, and we support that guy and help him out.
0: Now, what about permitting? How does that work?
1: We're not involved in any of that. That's
0: okay. up to the That's, nonprofit. That be done to, before you get there.
1: Yes, sir. yeah. And, and, yeah. We show up, and uh, all the materials should be there, and you know we just go to work.
0: And you also would need a place to park RVs. That
1: is the second thing. The first thing, there's two things that we need in our ministry. We need to know the heart of your ministry. What What are you doing for the gospel? Mm-hmm. Are you getting the gospel out to the community? If you, if that's a check, yes, I am. Then we asked. About the RV spots, because it's important to me. Yeah, sure. One thing I tell nonprofits, a happy camper is a happy worker. <laughs> if we've got a good spot right. to go back to our conference in our yeah. RV, then we rest that night and we come back out and we volunteer again the sure. next day. And by the way, we use the word volunteer rather than work, <laughs> because <laughs> okay. if we put work on there, it does sound like we're doing something really right hard.
0: right okay so yeah, I like that I, yeah, sure. I just, I'm here to volunteer and, and really you're here to serve that, yes, that's sir. that's what I that's see exactly Yes, exactly right. and, and just exactly just in right. talking to you all you just have a heart to serve the body of Christ and serve the kingdom of God and that's my heart <laughs> you know, I mean I, I have a servant's heart and and uh, like, I've been involved in youth ministries and, and this ministry here, and, and my heart is to serve. And, and I can, In this case, we're, if I can give this information out to people who are out there listening, well, that's a success as far as this ministry is concerned. Yes. That's what I want to be able to do. Is to uh, My passion, I see, is to expand the borders of God's kingdom mm-hmm. in any way that we possibly can do. And that's what you are doing and having fun doing it. Yes, we are. Because <laughs> you're, you're serving. You're not working. <laughs> that's true. Could
1: I add something about yeah. that? If somebody's out there wanting to join, we have a skill list, and you uh, write what skill that you can do in, in on that list. And I think the last time I counted, I think we had 150 on that skill list. Wow. And so that's what I use when I'm trying to find somebody to to do a job. Right. And that some people write down they don't have any skills, but you can sweep. You can clean sure, up sure. on these construction sites. We need somebody to move the 2 befores 4s and stuff. Absolutely.
0: Like I can do and all that. <laughs> me
1: too. <laughs> yeah. it, it works out good if we have somebody like that they're really important of keeping the job site yeah. clean and organized.
0: Yeah. You're, you're, what you're talking about, uh, about you just learn things on the way. Being a pastor in a small church is the way, too. I mean, I've had to learn how to do plumbing work. I've had to learn how to do electrical work all this kind of stuff because you're pastoring a small church and you're looking for volunteers. and You turn around, and the only person standing there is yourself. Exactly. And so you, say, you just delegate it to yourself. But I've had people uh, – that guy has sent us in our church over the years Who had those type of skills And I was always the assistant And then you watch and you, you learn And then the next thing you know You're able to go do it And that's kind of what we're talking about here Tell you what we're going to have to do I'm looking at my clock And I said, man, this, this time's going by fast I always like to play a little gospel music on the show Those of you who listen every Sunday They know Pastor King loves some gospel music I thought this song would be good It's called Pure Satisfaction I think that kind of describes you, folks. The McCameys. As I'm
1: walking with my Lord.
0: I don't know. That just seems to describe you, folks. Just Amen. pure satisfaction. I like that part of the beginning where it talks so we're just lonely pilgrims. We're just, and y'all are just, you're just moving here to there, but you have the heart to serve. And I, I just, I just felt that would just work for you all. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your lovable host that comes to you every Sunday morning here at 94.1 at 8 o'clock. But. If you like that song I just played, then I'm going to invite you to join me every Saturday night for a full hour of the best music on the planet. (laughs) That's my opinion, Southern Gospel style. And we crank it up and have a great time uh, every Saturday night, 7 o'clock, here on 94.1. Also, you can join me Monday through Friday here on 94.1 for the daily broadcast. That's the Gospel on the Radio broadcast is the daily Bible teaching of the Word of God. You can join me there. And also, well, I just got all kinds of things for you here today. You can find these shows on a podcast. If you type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee, it'll come up. There's a whole bunch of content there for you, the talk shows and the daily broadcast, but not the music show because we can't put that on the podcast because of all the rights. However, all you got to do, you can join us every Saturday night no matter where you are. You don't have to be in Tallahassee because uh Ninety four point one streams on the internet, and all you gotta do is just type in Wave 94 Tallahassee. You'll find it. 7 o'clock, the Saturday night gospel sing with me, Pastor Jack King. How about that? <laughs> I've just I've just made friends here. I've just have I you know, I'm just one of those people that when I go places and I meet people and I feel that connection, I just I just know God's in it. I just know it. And I'm also one of those People that really never met a stranger, (laughs) kind of outgoing that way. Um, Anyway, uh, Campers on Mission, this is the Florida chapter we have here. And uh, um, these folks are people who they've left their regular occupations and they've decided to commit their life to just serving people wherever they go. And I, I just love it. Eileen here is our Florida president of that of this one thing uh last night while we were sitting there yesterday afternoon sitting there um brother larry came up and larry is the mission is that right that word he
2: he works in the mission booth uh, at the fair here with us
0: and he was explaining to me how the thing works with the board that you just you described there and uh, he said it's amazing how people respond to that. But then, after that's done, then we have the issue of follow-up. Because you are moving on. You're right. going to be someplace else. Right. So you need people to follow up on these people who have made a commitment to Christ there at the fairgrounds.
2: Yes, we need churches who are willing okay. to actively follow up on on the people who have made a commitment.
0: All right, pastors. You're tuned in here. Now, I know that some of you are not pastors your people who go to local churches, okay? I told them, put Freedom Road on the list. And I called and I sent to Brother Larry my information last night, email, all that sort of thing, so that we can be on the list. So then he's going to send that to us. And he told us, he said, you, we're not going to tell you how to go about following up. That's going to be up to you to do. Yes. And I'm, I'm thinking through that process now myself. I said, how are we going to do this? But we very much want to be inbo- involved in that. And I think there are probably other pastors here in town as well. Now, if you are not a pastor, but you've tuned into the broadcast, you may want to tell your pastor about this. If he has additional questions, he can call me, uh, air code 850-567-1703. That's my cell phone. Just call me. Most of the pastors, well, not most of them, but a lot of the pastors in town will know me, and I know them. And so just I can just fill you in what I know. Or you can go on to the uh, website, which is, Eileen? It's, it's
2: <laughs> flcampersonmission.org.
0: I love that. Because you see, I'm so identified with you. Sometimes when, when I'm on the spot, oh, well, it just left me. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't always been like that. So I know that's a part of, of this uh, getting a little older, <laughs> a long life. Okay, but you can go there. Make the same type of contacts that I made when right. I first met. Uh, Went to the national, we ended up with Gary, and and they'll uh, these folks are friendly. I'm just telling you, and they're they're very desirous to be able to to expose their ministry to people that they can serve.
2: That's exactly wherever right. It
0: would be yes. And, uh, um, but now there's other fairs that you will be at, and so we I mean, will. so you're going to be in other parts of the state. Yes. So what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm associated with the Open Bible Churches. Uh, we're out of Des Moines, Iowa as our headquarters, but we also have uh, a regional office here in Florida. I'm going to inform our regional office about you all. Okay. Because you're going to be in some of the areas that we have churches. And I know my pastor buddies, <laughs> they are very anxious to serve and they and, and reach people. Yes. But what I find to be uh, also fascinating the fact that, that, that God connected me with you all and, and Gary here and you just happen to be in Tallahassee but previous to that there's been a prayer in my heart because I I, I pastor a small church and, and we, we're desires to grow and I'm on radio I'm on radio all the time and we, and we do events we do all kinds of stuff to try to reach people we've been we've done television commercials we've done billboards well, we, we've done everything uh huh does seem to be making a whole lot of effect. So I've been praying, and this is what the Lord laid on my heart out of out of James, where He talked about if if you lack wisdom, ask. And uh, so I said, Lord, I need you to increase my faith. So I, I wrote down on a piece of paper that I have with my all my prayer stuff here that I pray over these ministers every day. So I feel like this is God thing. The answer is to my prayers to be able to meet you all. To be able to be involved in this ministry, a of, of follow-up, you're, you're going out there, and, it's, and it really is a, uh, Vicky, you like this, a numbers thing in the aspect of the number of people who are passing by your booth, you're getting a small percentage of that, yeah. and that's, that's the way it is. But you figure in most other types of ministries, the, the numbers that you've talked about here, we don't see. And so so, you, so we're seeing the effectiveness of what you're doing. You're winning people to Christ. It's very important that we follow up on those people because I know what's going to happen the next day. The devil's going to be all over them. Yes. And he's going to be trying to convince them that what they prayed wasn't real. And we need to be there to reinforce.
2: Exactly. And so That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So pastors uh, or congregates, you're hearing this message. This is an opportunity for you to be able to Come alongside of these folks and continue the work of what they're doing. So, like, say either contact their website or call me, and I'll tell you what I know and put you in contact with who I can put you in contact with, and and uh, we'll go from there,
2: right? Right, absolutely. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Tell me something else about campers on mission that I don't know that I need to know. Vicki, well, Vicky, Vicky pull, pull the microphone around here. you. Remember, you were on radio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, yes um, You know, just You mentioned some of the things Only some of the things That we can do okay. to help And uh, there's so many I just wanted to briefly mention We've done uh, bi- Backyard Bible Studies We do VBS We uh uh church builds and repairs uh and with the hurricanes we've done quite oh a bit my. of that yeah and then uh church plants and door to door canvassing for new churches um and we also uh, of course do the fairs and the festivals and the conventions and conference centers disaster relief we have port ministries we have uh, we go to youth camps and campground ministries, and so those are just a few of the things we do. And then, uh, like one of them, you mentioned the numbers. Uh, the we have a ministry at River of Life Church in Deltona that we do every year. Excuse me. Called Christmas in the Country. Well, last year in a four weekend time period, it's only eight days. When you look at it, eight evenings uh Because of our uh, ministry there, face painting, balloon animals, and um, faith bracelets, and the question boards, mm-hmm. and all that, there were 48 salvations, and wow three rededications, and that was done with 11 campers on mission members, and a total of 680 hours that we put in. There was 5,700 people attended that event Ma. in just those four weekends, and so we found this to be a very um good uh way to reach people to serve sure. others to draw, to evangelize to draw them to the lord and uh like even here at the north florida fair um just in the five days previous we've had 41 salvations numerous prayer requests that we're praying for these people and uh that was only in the you know Five days that we've already done here at the fair.
0: Right, and we still got a few days left.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're hoping for many yeah. more. <laughs> <And
0: have, have, laughs> Whoever the Lord
3: brings and yeah. pierces their heart to come.
0: Have you had Midnight Madness yet?
3: <laughs>
2: we have last Friday, but it's again this Thursday, okay, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. that's when they really come out. Right. <laughs> so, wow, that's that's incredible. But even that, you're talking about the numbers, that event, and it's in Deltona? So you're yes, about, Deltona. I mean, the number of people that go through there, the people who... We're saved. I mean, that's a small percentage, but yet it's so much more than what we're normally seeing.
2: Right. And these are people who might never show up in the doorstep of a church. Sure, sure. And so it's it's very effective. They're there to have fun. They're there to enjoy Christmas. And we're there to help them meet Jesus. Yeah.
0: But the thing about it is at any time that, that uh, you're able to be effective to change hearts, so I, I think this is the greatest miracle of all for somebody somebody's heart to be changed right and uh you know i talk about the the true born again experience and people a lot of times misunderstand when they they read the third chapter of the gospel of john where nicodemus came to jesus at night If uh, i ask people i say well what is it that nicodemus wanted and people will say well he want to know about being born again but no that's not why he came to jesus he came to jesus to know about the miracles he said how do you do the miracles and Jesus explained to him, the only way you can see the miracles is you have to be born again. It's a spiritual experience. It's not a, it's not a carnal thing. It's not a physical thing. It's not just a matter of saying, well, I'm going to start going to church. I'm talking about God opens your spiritual eyes and gives you spiritual understanding. That is a miracle.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It is. Amen.
0: And, and so to see that happen, that's, that's quite an incredible experience. And mm-hmm. that's why like I said we have to come in the church now. But we have to come in and help shore that up. Yes. to be able to make sure that the devil doesn't steal the seed because you remember this is the parable of the sower and it says some of that seed falls on stony ground some of starts, uh, the birds come and, and take it away we have to make sure that that seed when it's planted has the opportunity to grow before yes. the before the enemy can get to it. Yes, so I'm, I'm through preaching now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know we're praying, bathing it all in prayer sure. continually, whatever sure. we're doing, and uh, trying to make sure we have the right heart for it. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, the the thing about the River of Life Church I was telling you about is that they have been doing this for over ten years okay. and had no way to judge. If what they were doing had an effect wow, yeah. on the community, uh, then Campers in, on Mission comes in, and we do keep the numbers. We do report, but it's wow. not about the numbers. Yeah. It is about, though, ha- seeing the fruit of your labor that they've been doing for 10 years yeah. there and did not have salvation yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. that they knew of. Yeah. I'm sure there were people saved, yeah. but you know to be able to see it in writing, of course.
0: And the other thing, too, is it also builds their confidence as, you know, many see these numbers, that they go, "Well, yeah, we're we're doing something here." Right. So, like I, we we here on the property where we're at right now, f- this year will be forty six years that we've been doing a of nativity right here. We've had thousands of people come through here, and I know there have been people touched. I had a, I had an eighty year old man one time standing up there at the crowd, just bawling like a baby, and he was telling me, he says, "I've never seen anything like this in my life." I said, so I know that we've had we've had experiences but no we don't have any any idea exactly what has accomplished over all these years I mean I know that this that we've had uh, grandmothers who were children who came to this who now are bringing their grandchildren oh, wow <laughs> that's wonderful yeah. that's great yeah so you, you, we have that kind of history but we don't necessarily know the results so right and, uh, I mean this this would probably qualify for one of your your events uh, yes to, uh, yeah Okay. But now tell me something that maybe wouldn't qualify. I mean, mean, is there there ever a time when you all just say, no, that's just not where we're at?
2: We are not here to assist the secular organization that does not want us to share the gospel. Who maybe, uh, has plenty of money to do what they need to do. And, um, kind of, kind of Gary's heart over here. Yeah. That's what he was saying. You know, let's, our, our heart is to, our heart is to serve anywhere where we can share the gospel or where we know that the work that we do will be assisting someone share Mm -hmm. the gospel like he said you know the first thing we want to know is what is your ministry what do you do why do you do it how Mm -hmm. do you know and that kind of thing um we don't want to just go in and just help anybody just for the sake of being generous Mm -hmm. you know our goal is to share the gospel sure and And,
0: and i I respect that highly i really do Uh, because i understand and i and that would be my heart as well Mm -hmm. i'm like gary here i have a heart for the Small ministries. Uh, I love to have those type of ministries here on the show. Yeah, people who uh, like I've had ministries to where they've come and they're just—it's still a dream. I mean, they haven't launched it yet, and then they'll come back five years later and give me a report, and I and I see what God has done, and that's right. that's just that just amazes me, and I'm it just makes me thankful just to be able to play a role in that type of thing. Yeah. But like I say, so many times these things. Somebody somewhere has a dream or a vision. And I, I love to tell the story. I don't know whether you all are familiar with the North Florida Christian School. No. It's out here on Meridian Road. It's a large church, a Florida Baptist church and the, the Christian school. And, and they it's it's a beautiful ministry. I had the founder when I first started the radio show. His name is Raymond Blair. And Raymond Blair told me the story of how he came to Tallahassee to start that ministry. And he said he came, and he said that he didn't really have a calling so much to Tallahassee. He just knew he needed to go somewhere. He'd been an associate pastor and that sort of thing. But they just came to Florida, and first really big town they came to, or maybe didn't want to do it in Pensacola or whatever, and then they just moved in. And he said he had six children, no job, no support, knew nobody in Tallahassee. And he said that he just started knocking on doors, and he would go visit visit a. Uh, businesses and he said his wife would take in ironing and sewing and stuff and he had a neighbor who lived next door that loved to fish he would bring him fish to help feed the kids so he had one man with a dream in his heart that was walking the streets of this city and people drive by most people don't even know who raymond blary is they see that beautiful campus and that beautiful buildings and the ministry that they do People enroll their children in that school. Don't even know. As a matter of fact, I had somebody on the show not too long ago that go to that church. They did not know his name. But oh. God knows all about it. That's, right. that's, what's, it's a, that's what I call it a show about dreams and visions. People who have dreams in their heart that affect generations to come. And that's what you all are about. You see, to me, that's exciting. That's kingdom. That's what the kingdom of God is all yes. about. Yes. Just people who, who dreams. Um, this book that I've shared you with uh, that I wrote, my opening statement on this book is, I confess I'm a dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty but I I love being around fellow dreamers mm-hmm. because when I the think the thing about a dreamer, I think this may be me, you all here, is that we dream it up and then it's usually somebody else who works along with us. And they're the they're the practical person that helps make it all possible. Right. <laughs> and and we drive those people crazy. Mm-hmm. But read the story of Walt and Roy Disney Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Walt was a crazy dreamer who dreamed about a mouse that could be famous. Right. And Roy would say, How in the world are we gonna pay for this? <laughs> but you know, as I say, the rest is history. Right. And and the kingdom of God is is full of these people. Yes. Like this. And so somebody had this dream. What you all are doing? We don't. Really, we don't. Really know. We have to look it up. We'll find it. But uh,
3: fifty-one years done. ago. Yes,
2: fifty-one years ago, nineteen seventy-two.
0: Okay, fifty-one years. Wow, that's that's amazing. But God's God's obviously God's been in it. Okay, we got just a few minutes left. Let's let's review. Okay. okay. We have opportunities to serve. Yes. Okay. We're going to get the website out here again. Go ahead.
2: F L. Mission dot
0: Okay, so it's an org. Org. Okay. Yes, it is. All right. If, if you're one them, no more. Contact them. They'll, they'll get back. They'll get right back with you. I'm telling you. Okay. Gary got in touch with me within hours. And, and, and,
2: and if they if they just Google Florida Campers on Mission, okay. they'll get that okay. website.
0: So there's opportunities if you're at that stage. You got an RV, or maybe if you don't have an RV. If you want to be a part, if you want to be in a, a ministry that just they just go and they just serve, and you can have skills or you can not have skills. Yes. Okay. The other thing that we talked about is follow up churches out there. They've been here now. now by the time you hear this, <laughs> this fair will be will be gone. But they're involved in other things, and they'll be back next year. We so will. God willing. So we need to help. We need to get along, come alongside them and do this follow-up, help them. In other words, they're going to be moving on to something else. But these people that they've reached need to be contacted. They need to be encouraged. They need to be planted in a church somewhere. Okay? So, again, Mary, my number is 850-567-1703. You can call me. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with them. Or you can just go to that website. I'll name one more time
2: flcampersonmission.org.
0: I'm going to keep her keep her saying it, so it won't be hard for her to remember that.
2: I'm going to be dreaming
3: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we got it. We got this thing all figured out. Okay, so radio audience, you know I love you, and uh, we're here to serve you and uh, to give you information. And this is a way that we can we can get behind these folks and, and serve them, and we can pray for them. Because that's very important. Please yes. do that. That uh, God would give you health and uh, keep you safe on those uh, roads that you drive in those RVs. Um, you ever have any road troubles? Ever have any problems on the road? <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
0: knew that one time. God. That's part of being a yeah. yeah, that's one of the things, whenever I interview a, a gospel music group, and I get to do that from time to time, I always say, give me a good bus story. <laughs> I, know, I know they got the stories. If, you, if you're on the road for any period of time, something along the line is going to happen. And some of them become kind of comical. Probably wasn't really funny at the time, but it's funny they, when they get to tell the story about things because... Like say, you got a vehicle that's just traveling down the road, 65, 70, 80 miles an hour. There's all kinds of things that can happen. So we're just going to pray that they don't. Thank you. <laughs> that you have, you have, you have good, safe journeys wherever you go. Amen. Thank and, you. Uh, and, uh, and, of course now, like I say, this show is going to air later, but as if we are here to gather right now, the, uh, Leon County fair is going on that's where they're working right now so we're going to pray that God would give you all fruit tonight in the next few days that you are there that God would just do miracles and that great miracle of people coming to faith so that's where we are I think that's all I got to tell you, unless you all got one last thing. We've got about 50 minutes, 50 seconds before we break. Gary, you got something you want to share? Let's
1: talk about small churches. Yeah. What we found traveling the United States and Florida is that the small churches have some of the best preaching ah. and the best singing. Wow. God has planted somebody in there can sing like an angel or somebody that can teach like a Charles Stanley. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it over and over. For some reason, he just keeps them small, uh-huh. a small group, and they get fed with a good preaching, and good singing. Well,
0: that's encouraging. That's, that's an good. encouraging word. <laughs> I just happen to be one of those small, <laughs> small church <laughs> pastors. So, <laughs> Amen. Father God, this has been so much fun just to be able to meet these folks. Lord, I pray, God, that you would give them much fruit through this ministry wherever they go, especially tonight, the next few days at the Leon County Fair that, God, that you would just open up the doors of heaven. And, Lord, just let your ministry just flow. Father, we just pray that you would give them the right words to say, that, Lord, that you would just be in control of all this, Father. Lord, keep them safe, and, Lord, bless what they do. And we just give you the glory to praise. Father, we just pray over our city. We pray, God, for just a, a move of the Holy Spirit across our land. Lord, we need a revival in America Oh, Lord God, and Father, I pray for peace in this world, and I pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. It's
0: been fun to have you all here. Thank you for coming. Well,
3: thank Thank you you for having us. It's
0: the next uh, Sunday morning. May the Lord bless you.